microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. To another <clears throat> episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smugglers 3. It is. He's my. Uh, see, I want to try this on this show. See if I could get it to work right. <laughs> He's my Bantha to my Tuscan Raider. I got a bad <laughs> feeling about this. That's Derek. <laughs> He's my salacious, he, he's salacious scrum to me being Jabba the Hutt. I know I just did that one wrong. That'd be Ken. And of course, I'm Mike, the Sarlacc pit of this whole thing. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Free first try. See, if you if I knew you were going to use salacious scrum, I'd have had a soundbite ready. Even though you did call me a bantha. <laughs> yeah. At least you're not a Kowakian monkey lizard. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it. <laughs> so uh, let's get the business stuff out of the way first. Check out WookieRadio.net. Check out our tea Public store where you get the nice Porg. It's What's for Dinner t-shirt. And I believe it's I still also, get to order one of those. I believe you can also get it on coffee mugs, travel mugs, a big giant tapestry if you want, pillow, notebooks, phone cases, laptop, iPad sleeves, whatever. There's a bunch of stuff you can get it on. Great design. Or you could just go get Wookie Radio merchandise. But while, while you're there, too, you could get Weeby Geeks and Mighty Marvel Geeks merch as well. But also, too, check out our affiliates, TV Store Online, which I finally get right <laughs> after <laughs> how many weeks now? Uh, superhero stuff, Loot Crate, and Ripped Apparel. Um, buying from them, supporting them supports us without costing you anything more. Uh, there's a Star Wars topic that pops up that you think we might not discuss and you want to hear us talk about, or you want to throw a general Star Wars discussion question our way, uh, leave us a voicemail on our speak pipe on the site at wookieradio.net or shoot us an email at wookie at wookieradio.net. Or you can e- hit us up on Twitter or Facebook at wookieradio. Instagram, it's at weebygeeks at the moment because I because Instagram won't allow maintaining more than one account on Instagram through the app like you can with Twitter. So, from there, crazy week, roller coaster of a of a Monday. Yeah. And uh I'll turn that over to Ken. Yeah, uh, definitely the Rebels and Dave Filoni, uh, they made their triumphant return from their hiatus and pulled at everybody's heartstrings. And um, I think everybody had at least one tear coming for this one. And it is the first time we've actually lost a member of the crew of the Ghost. Don't run away from your feelings. <laughs> well, we pick up um, the, when we left the Rebels at, in December, uh, Hera had been captured. Everybody else got away. And they're still trying to stop the TIE Defender from being 
from being built. Well, in this one, they go back to save Hera, but it's, there's some interesting stuff in here because we see Kanan meditating at the beginning, hearing different things through the Force, and I'm, what, do you think he actually got some guidance on what was happening in this episode that from that first season guy, scene, guys? Possibly. Because there's a lot of stuff that he did that it seemed like the Force had told him that this was, he knew this was going to be, he wasn't coming home from this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of think, yeah, I kind of got that too. From stuff like um, when he first has K- or Ezra take over the mission, says, hey, you got to lead this. It needs to be your plan. Well, why would it have to be his plan if Kanan's going to be there the whole time? Well, if Kanan's not going to be there the whole time, someone still has to keep it going. That um, And very much uh, just almost the um, ritual where he cut his hair. Yeah. It was very samurai. Yeah. Is what it felt like. Preparing for battle, knowing that there's a chance of him not coming back. So I think Kanan knew this in entire time that he was not coming back from this mission. But, um, Boy, was that a bad haircut. <laughs> yeah. Well, it um, on Rebels Recon, they pointed out and um, it actually, and if you look at the Kanan comic books that Mike mentioned before, uh, early before the show, that um, it kind of looks a little like what Caleb was had going before we got go, got into um, yeah. before he grew up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit. So he cuts his hair, gives himself a shave, which that's really good to be able to give yourself a shave and actually have a decent looking haircut when you're blind. <laughs> I know. Actually, I don't like him shaved either. Yeah. Well, that's why you only get him for one episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we may not, though. We'll talk about that towards the end here. But um, we got they, uh, the Rebels know that they have to go back and get Hera, and they do some recon and find that um, and Ezra Ezra is all force in these both these episodes, reaching out and sensing where stuff is at from miles and miles away. Oh, yeah. Because we see him standing at their base, or basically at his watchtower from the very beginning of the um, series, where he used to live and just reaching out and finding Hera in the city and finding out where she's at. So that's that's his, he's grown a lot in the force, which probably is one of the reasons why Kanan knew that he could probably let him let it go and um, move on. At this point, Ezra is pretty much I think fully trained or as close yeah. as you're going to get to fully trained. Yeah, well, there's no choice. He's going to do the self training now, like he did with uh, like Luke did. Yeah, so. sort of learning what he can on his own. Well, like yep. you said, he doesn't have much of a choice. Well, we'll we'll talk about that towards the end of this too in speculation because I think he's going to get some more training but it's not going to be from him. <laughs> he's not going to be training himself in the next two episodes. But, um, so they find that um, Hera is up on the 150 something floor of the um, administrative building surrounded by Imperials. So they come up with this idea to make gliders that look like loth bats, which are flying around anyway, and glide in over everybody. So we make that and um, everybody makes it, or we get Kanan, Sabine, and Ezra fly in and land above Hera Hera, and um, we do see, we get a scene of Hera being tortured by uh, Governor Price and Grand Admiral Thrawn coming in and showing off her Kalakuri, which anybody who doesn't remember is a piece of art that Twi'leks have that basically represents their entire family. They keep adding baubles to it for each member of their family. Well, if uh, back when, uh, I think it was, what, last season when we went to Ryloth and um, Grand Admiral Thrawn stole that from Hera's house. Yeah. yeah. To add to his collection. Yeah, that was last season, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Well, that <laughs> makes its return and um, he tells, as part of the interrogation, tells her straight up, you know 
what? Thank you. I needed another piece of art for my collection mm. just to try to get under her skin, see if she they can get more out of her, basically. But um, as Kanan's climbing down to find Her- Hera, he actually passes Thrawn's office and see and senses the Kalakuri in there because obviously he can't see it. Right. <laughs> and then he um he continues down, and the best part is they've just drugged Hera, and Hera's talking or getting ready to talk to Price, and then looks out the window and sees Kanan climb down past the window. She's about to reveal the location of the rebel base, which is Kanan's here. <laughs> Look around, nothing's there. She tells the um, and then it's like you know she knows she saw him definitely because she tells the two stormtroopers, "I just wonder how he's going to get in here. Is he going to okay. come through the window?" As the stormtroopers um get to the floor, cut out from under him with a lightsaber, and he surprised her by coming through the floor instead of coming through the window. But he does send the second stormtrooper through the window. So uh, I'm trying. Where else was there anything really cool in there? Let me see here. And prepares Hera. Well, the the so, rack the rack is very similar to the one used when um oh what's his name. <sighs> Callus? Yes, when Callus was trying to interrogate um, Kanan. Yes, it's actually a, a modified, uh, basically a newer version of that. Mm. Except with the actual um, probe arms sticking off the... And actually, it, this whole scene of the torture on her reminded me of Han Solo in Cloud City. Did a little ha- bit, yeah. Did you happen to catch because what, what button um, she was pressing on the on the tablet? I don't read Arabesh, but I did, I did see the translation on here. <laughs> it was just Engage. <laughs> think potential nod to uh to star trek on that one <laughs> there was a couple of other nods that got cut out of this too but um yeah that and um let me see here oh it's not on here it's in the other gallery um the actual name of the chair was interesting but i don't remember off the top of my head where it was but um but we get um but what reminded me um more of cloud city was the fact that remember in cloud city han after all that torture all that electrocution and stuff remember what he said about it they never even asked him any questions oh yeah and price when thrawn walks in he asked have you got anything from her? And Price tells him straight up, I've not asked her anything yet. I'm just having fun. Yeah. So it sounds like that's not just a Darth Vader thing. That's just an Imperial interrogation technique. Just torture <laughs> you just to do it. So Kanan well, rescues you know, Hera. Everybody's got to have a hobby, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Can, but Kanan rescues How Hera revolting. and they start climbing back. Huh? How revolting. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kanan rescues Hera. They start climbing back up. Now, while they're doing this, Ezra and Sabine are actually going to find a ship for them to leave in. So that they you see, get a couple scenes of them just sneaking through the complex, but there's nothing really huge between the two of them yet. But we get up to, um, but we do find uh, Rook is in there still, or is in there chasing Hera and Kanan, which Rook is amazing. I love him. I love that character so far. They did him, they did him right by bringing him in. Yeah, very much so. And it, you, you almost, if you listen for it, you can almost hear Work Davis in there. It's a little bit of his accent, his distinctive British accent. Yeah, but they pitch, they, they really, modulate his voice down which yeah. is great oh, yeah <laughs> well that's that's what's awesome about because technically you could call that stunt casting for the voice but when you do something like that it's like no he's actually in there to be the character it wasn't bringing him in to say hey we got work davis <laughs> yeah did anyone happen to catch uh what the number on Hera's prisoner outfit was no do you got it there i thought it was 219-2018 give me just a minute i'll find it here 
here because it's in the um, behind the scenes guide on on StarWars.com. Just a second. I thought that's uh, 218 2018 No, it is. It's 218-218-2010. Is that a phone number? I don't know. See, at first I thought it was an eight. I'm like, okay, how cool. They missed the actual air date by by one. Yeah, that could be a two, two eighteen twenty ten. What happened that day on in Star Wars what, history? I, I, what happened was that was my birthday. <laughs> ah. <laughs> what was the air date for this one? 219. Ah, okay. So I wonder what happened in 2010 on um, February 18th. The other one would be a, maybe a phone number for somewhere. I don't know. But th- yeah, this there was some awesome stuff in here. Um, so Kanan and Hera start climbing back up to the um, to the platform where the gliders are so that they can get picked up by Sabine and Ezra. And um, as they climb up there, Hera finally remembers or um, remembers she has to tell Kanan something <laughs> as she almost falls off the because she's still all drugged up. According to Wikipedia, nothing happened on that day. Okay. And nothing happened on March or that day. Huh. Or, or maybe May. It was, maybe, it was, maybe it was just a random number, but I doubt that. Star Wars doesn't use random numbers usually. Maybe it was a random number that was put up to make people think that it was supposed to be something and they... <laughs> <laughs> it was all a big ruse, a big I'm, trick. Unless there's something personal, unless it's a personal thing for, for someone. On the yeah, sometimes they use like the artist old phone number or something. Yeah, but that seems more like a date than a phone number. Yeah. Well, no, it depends on how you look at it. If you look at it on this actual, um, on the actual behind the scene concept art, it actually looks like a phone number. Except that 2010 is the last four. So I don't know. Don't know either. Uh, Snap Filoni's higher date because he was already on. Uh, oh, yeah, he was on Clone Wars way back in 2003 or 04. Yeah, no, 2008. I thought they started on Clone Wars back in like 06 or 05. No, 2008. Okay. The movie and then the series. Is that when they debuted? That was the years they yeah, ran. Yeah, they debuted. Yeah. yeah. So he was actually already working on them back in like 05 or 06. So you got to remember, they were so far ahead. I think he actually started for Lucasfilm in like 2005 or so. That doesn't have anything to do with this date here, so I have no idea. Don't know. You know, it's something that they put in there. They're like, you know what? The fanboys are going to look at this and they're going to search everywhere for this. Yeah, probably. What this is. Yeah, we've already spent a very very long time on it. <laughs> but um, we get Kane and Hera. Um, they end up having, getting a fight on the platform, obviously, with Rook and with um, Stormtroopers. Oh, we do get the Death Troopers back in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Earlier. So that's nice to see. And we also get a um, – oh, we skipped the Grand Admiral scene talking to um, Tarkin. We actually get Tarkin in this. Oh, that's right, yeah. Making With mention – Go Stardust. ahead. Stardust. I was going to say, yes. bringing up Stardust. Yeah, Dropping and Krennic. And... Orson Krennic and his uh, Project Stardust, which is I interesting because like... this – if you once you find out just who Tarkin was, this is so Tarkin. He's working yeah. Krennic and Thrawn, figuring right. who's going to be the first one to get theirs up and running so he can take credit for it. I love the way they did it too where he's like – he's talking about – about, oh, Krennic, Krennic wants to uh, take all the funds for his his project, so uh, you won't have any for your tie fight tie defenders. So yeah, yeah. Well, I I like to how you know Tarkin pretty much says you know I'm not that concerned about it. You now it's more in favor of the the tie defenders mm-hmm. than than the the Death Star for the moment. Yeah. yeah, like I said, he's playing Krennic and Thrawn and probably five or six other guys out there that are doing research on things right. and waiting whoever's takes off first he gets, he'll take the credit for it if you read i believe catalyst and even the tarkin novel you see that that's just his 
personality. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's why Thrawn is gone because he had to actually go talk to the Emperor himself to keep the funding going for the Tie Defender. So he's off to Coruscant. But um, we get Kanan and Hera fight off the troopers and fight off Rook and uh, use the glider to escape, but it's been disabled and shot in the wing. So they can make it as far as the fuel depot that they wanted to destroy anyway. That was the original mission, remember? Yep. yep. So um, when they what? make it to there, they we always knew, we always knew Kanan huh? had we always knew Kanan had a gas problem. Yeah. Mm. Well, not for long. Oh wait, too soon. It was a hot. But, um, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> We, we need to well, stop get... before this goes down in flames. <laughs> You're making me real hot under the collar here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we always record these late at night, so we're all a little punchy. <laughs> but Kanan and Hera make it as far as the fuel depot, um, and then call for a pickup because Ezra and uh, Sabine have picked up the ship. But as they're coming in, Kanan and Hera climb up to the top of one of the fuel pods, and nothing bad can happen from this because Price has followed them with Imperial walkers. Uh, and and she proceeds to shoot the fuel pod that they're on mm-hmm. without thinking about what's going to happen when you shoot a pod full of fuel in the middle of a many other pods full of fuel. Gee, what could happen? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> well, we do get a touching scene on top where Hera finally tells Kanan she loves him. And Vicky was asking me, I don't remember, have we got Kanan telling her that he loves her at all? I think earlier in the season, didn't he tell her what she felt, what he felt? Uh, I want to say within the first three episodes. Yeah, he said what he, how he felt, but she never said it, if I remember right. I don't yeah, I think. I think, they, I think transmission had just ended when, when he said, uh, I love you. But then again, any fan, any any listener who could always feel free to correct us, you know, we're not going to be offended by it. It's no, we like you guys to be part of the conversation. Yeah, I mean, we encourage it. So yes. Feel free, you know, to, to fill us in if we've missed something. So, so yeah, that that's our fan question for the week. Does Kanan ever told Hera his feelings? I think so, but I don't remember. But um, as they're doing this, the Kanan starts to take Hera to the ship to get her on the ship. As uh, Price shoots the pot, now the pot obviously starts to rupture and explode, and Kanan pulls off one of the most boss, awesome things, um, uses of a force ability that I've seen in years. I mean, you thought Luke pulled some cool stuff in last. Jedi, the energy deflection to hold off the explosion so that everybody could get away yeah. while he's um, saving everybody else was amazing. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was. Energy, energy deflection is not a new Jedi power. Um, Vader even did it in Empire Strikes Back by, in a small way, deflecting blaster bolts with his hand. Yes, that's true. Um, you had Yoda in uh, in uh, Attack of the Clones with re- uh, redirecting the lightning. Mm. Things like that. The Jedi have no problem redirecting energy if needed, but that's a lot of energy with the explosion that size. Yeah, it is. But you get to see, you get the heart t- um, rending moment with Kanan holding back the. Um, explosion. Well, Hera and Sabine and Ezra know what's about to happen. And Hera tries to run to him and he uses the force, splits his um, focus, and shove, force shoves her back into the ship. And then yeah, um, that was cool too. Then he looks with a moment of clarity and his eyes clear, clear up long enough to look at her when he force shoves the whole ship away. Yeah. And then the, the way they um, animated the fire surrounding him was amazing. Yeah, it that was. It. it was really cool. Now, um, later on, we find that the, according to security footage, they they confirmed that Kanan was dead. But I'm wondering, was there a body there? Or did he actually become one with the Force? There was never any mention of a body anywhere. 
No. So that's where it comes down to: Will we possibly see him in the next five episodes? Mm. Be a, see maybe a sport, force ghost of Kanan. Quite possibly. Well, that was it. That was only the end of the first episode. Um, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I said, these episodes are deep this week, and it, I have a feeling the next, th- this one, and the next two weeks are going to be like this. Our most of this show is going to be d- dedicated to Rebels because next week, once we get to the speculation on what that's going to be, that's going to be nuts. Yeah. But well, next week it's episode, only one episode. Episode, right? No, it's two. Is it two? There's next five more well? episodes. I believe. I believe it's scheduled two next week and three the week after because it's a single and then a two-part finale. Okay. I don't have it confirmed. It's not sitting here in front of me, but I believe that's what it's supposed to be. So but I g- believe that covers, huh? So this coming Monday is a single episode. No, it's two. There's five episodes left. Two this coming Monday and three the Monday after. For some reason, huh. they wanted to get them all done and out of the way. I don't know if it was just to get them done and over with before we really get a lot of solo stuff or what. Maybe. Because so, I think it was a three-week run to finish off the season and the series. Could we potentially get solo in this near the end as well? Mm-hmm. It's possible. I don't see how with what we've seen is coming in the trailer. I don't think I'd want that. No, I don't think so either but um well let's move on to doom because doom had a lot more stuff that i think needs interpreted almost because it had a lot of the loath wolves and the big loath wolf mm-hmm. named doom and they do point out um i didn't pick it up right away but um if you look at the big loath wolf his name is doom which is the same as Caleb's um actual last name he's caleb doom now um if you look at the symbol on the loath wolf's head it's the same as Kanan's um shoulder armor he's got the same symbol painted on his shoulder armor i I have no mm. idea what that means, but it, um, if you actually go to StarWars.com's um, gallery for this episode, uh, I believe it's the behind-the-scenes gallery points that out. So, um, But we start the episode with the Rebels showing up back at um, camp uh, and getting out of the ship, and everybody's all ticked off and um, angry and stuff. And of course, Chopper and uh, Zeb have no idea why. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, they were The bean storms oh, off, sure. doesn't tell them anything. Hera just kind of walks away, and as um, Ezra's walking, now, Chopper has one of the coolest things I've ever seen Chopper do in this episode. Uh, but Ezra tells um, Zeb what happened, and it just the hug was amazing. Yeah. He tells yeah. Kanan's gone, Kanan's dead, and the, Zeb just so knows automatically, you know what? No, no, come here. And it just wraps him up in a big old hug. You need yeah. that from your big brother once in a while. And the two of them have been a brother on this show since the beginning. The, it's been like big brother, little brother. The interaction yeah. between Hera and Chopper led to a Beatles song. Yep, I'm getting to that here in just a second. So as um, this is happening with Zeb and Ezra, you have Chopper went over to see Hera, and they just kind of look off into the sunset, and the coolest thing that Chopper, I think, has ever done is he reaches out that little ripper from his head and just holds her hand. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool, because if you read, um, like I said, I want to I go back after this and read New Dawn again, which was basically the when Hera met and she already has Chopper with her. So the three of them were the original three members of the Ghost crew. So Chopper's been there since the, or since before Kanan was there. So he, it's like he's got a heart almost, and he understands what she's dealing, what she's, um, or he knows why she's hurting like she is. Right. If that makes any sense. As yeah, much as totally Droid can figure it out. So, uh, but we do have um, Sabine and uh, Zeb decide, you know what? Because, uh, well, the, this opens up with um, Price getting the news that, the, um, that Kanan's dead but also all the fuel is gone they've destroyed the fuel depot which means they have to shut down the um 
the TIE Defender plant, which is what the Rebels wanted to do to start with. Right. The whole pro- thing was to stop this plant from wor- from um, getting up and running. Well, Kanan kind of did, or um, Price helped them do that already. So she said, now what do you do when you mess up like that and you destroyed everything? Let's have a parade. <laughs> so they find out they're having a parade and Zeb and Sabine decide, you know what? We're going to crash the parade and add some fireworks to it because they just killed Kanan. So they go off on their mission. The um, You get Hera and um, Hera goes back to where Kanan was meditating back in the caves and you see a lot of the cave paintings which in a couple of the later the episodes coming up probably next week we get to see more of those cave paintings and if anybody's seen the trailer for the second half of this season you see one of those cave paintings has a family in it that looks very familiar to fans of the Clone Wars mm-hmm. so um, but she's back there just um, well, I'll just go through Hera's side of it Hera and um, Chopper sitting there just talking about Kanan what it's how you're going to go on without him and um, Chopper in a moment of clarity I guess you can't obviously we don't know what Chopper said but he said something about her Kalakuri and she thinks yes that's what he that's what he deserves he's part of my family and she adds a uh, um, piece of the Kalakuri for him is now officially part of her family forever then we have also um, Sabine and um, Zeb out trying to make problems for the Empire they get in find all the stuff but Rook finds them yeah. and it's interesting because um, they took out a, a biker tr- a scout trooper to um, jack into his communications gear and then when they left Rook, they're watching from miles away on macro binoculars and um, Rook and a couple of troopers are out checking on this other, on the guy they knocked out and as Zeb is looking through the um, my, macro binoculars Rook looks right at him yeah that was cool so how does that happen <laughs> but um, and so from there they um, Rook comes chasing at, straight at him he knew, he knew where they were at just from them looking at him somehow which is an awesome nuclear ability that I didn't know he had <laughs> Well, he comes um, He comes over and we get a fight between um, Zeb and Sabine and Rook. And Rook has his, um, what you call it, his um, invisibility device. Uh, let me see if I missed anything real quick. I think they call it a, that here in a, a cloak. Yeah, the oh, invisibility you, cloak. Uh, did, you which, mention, did I mention what? The, did you mention the uh, the call when, uh, when Thrawn called the governor? And Not yet. I'm going to get back the... to that one here in just a minute. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And then I want to, we got to wrap this, wrap up this episode by going through all the stuff with um, Ezra, but that's the stuff that's going get, to be getting a little deeper. Mm, yeah. So um, the battle be- or the fight between Zeb and Sabine and Rook is awesome. Uh, eventually, Sabine is able to use one of her paint bombs on Rook, so the invisibility doesn't work for him. Yeah, that was cool. And with that, they're able to knock him out. Now, um, one of the things I said that was a um, another possible Star Wars Star Trek reference was um, it, at the end of the battle, Zeb has Rook on the on the ropes, knocked out, and he's still just pounding on Rook over and over and over again. Uh, let me get to the trivia gallery here for Doom. And um, in the early iteration of um, what Rob Zeb's supposed to say while he's punching him is it was originally going to be, I have had enough of you, which was um, James Kirk's final besting of his Klingon opponents on Star Trek 3. Uh, they have Obviously, they changed the line because that's not what was in there, but that was the original plan for that. Right. So, uh, but since the Rook's knock that is done, um, Sabine stops Zeb from going too far because Zeb at this point had lost control. So they said, "No, no, no! I have an idea." So Sabine turns Rook into her own piece, little piece of artwork. They put him back on his on a speeder bike and shove him <laughs> back towards the city. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting to see what ha- comes from that. But um, like you were saying, uh, I did skip over um, before all this happens. Uh, Ron calls Governor Price from Coruscant and so I'm like, "Oh, you having a parade?" This is 
good. What happened? I heard you lost General Sindula. So she's like, yeah, I lost her, but I, we killed Kane and Jarrus. So we're having a parade for that victory. And then he tells her, wait a minute, you're having a parade? What about all the fuel? You have just done what the rebels couldn't do, and you stopped the project. <laughs> so here it did not get past Thrawn's um, all-seeing eye that she destroyed what he had been working so hard to do. And he promises that he will take care of this problem when he returns. So at this that, point, I love that. That was my favorite part. So at this point in time, do we want to see Vader show up and force choke Price? No, no, because that's not something. Because um, if so you Ron read will deal with the, it himself. Yeah, if you read any of the Thrawn novel or any of the actual character of Thrawn in this iteration, he and Vader are almost uh, rivals to a point. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a certain point that you're not going to rival Darth Vader. Right. But he doesn't deal with Vader unless he has to. Right. He's not um, Tarkin. Moff Tarkin will use everything. Any, anybody, everybody, he doesn't care. Right. The wrong no, my, has certain guys, and that's it. My question is, if you were the governor at that moment, what are you going to do? I think, don't know. Uh, do you think that might be a good time to maybe start considering a different career path? <laughs> well, that's another one. You have to, a lot of this... Uh, for their character, you got to read the Thrawn novel because in the Thrawn novel, Price is in there almost as much as Thrawn is. Oh, really? And the whole thing, she's she is governor of Lothal because of Thrawn. Uh-huh. He basically put her in that position. It was something she wanted anyway, but it was, she got the job through him. Right. So yeah, that, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with this. But um, and then we can get into um Ezra. Now Ezra is out sulking on the rocks, and then the Loth wolves that have been so nice to him so long, far start chasing him. And you can tell from watching it from the outside, from his point of view, you couldn't see it. But from the outside, you can see they're kind of hurting him. Yeah. They're putting him right where they want him to be. Yeah. And they eventually knock him out. And um, he wakes up in the middle of the night, surrounded by the loath wolves again, has totally lost. He has no idea where he's at. And then this loath wolf that's about five times the size of the other loath wolves. <laughs> this thing's huge. He's a big boy. And, yes. We find out that this is Doom. They keep talking about Doom. We thought it, they were talking about Kanan. But this is Doom is the name of this loath wolf. He's blue. And like I said, uh, when we first started talking about this episode, the symbol that's on his forehead is the same as the symbol um, on the shoulder of Kanan's armor. So this wolf has something to do with Kanan. And that's another one that if you go through the um, StarWars.com episode gallery, they point that out. That this wolf has something to do with Kanan. We don't know what. We'll hopefully find out soon. But um, he basically tells uh, Ezra that um, that he needs to go to the Jedi Temple. There's more education. There's more knowledge there, even though the, uh, the Empire knows where it's at and they've destroyed parts of it at this point, which I had forgotten about that the um, Empire found out about the Temple. Yeah, I forgot about that, too. I thought it was still hiding out there. When Ezra went running off into the um, weeds, I thought he was going to run to the Temple. But mm. so, um, but we also see that the Loth Wolves bring Ezra a tablet with some strange markings on it and there's four symbols of different hand signs on it i think there was only three wasn't there uh let me see here the concept art here has even more on it than what they actually showed okay yeah i was looking at the concept art here and it's actually got a lot more information on the tablet than the one they actually used in the show oh really huh interesting well the original concept let me see bring it up it's the last picture in the gallery was a triangle in the middle four hand symbols with the lines around them um one side 
it has the looks like the Lothal Jedi Temple with the sun behind it and two small peaks. The another side of it has it looks like the father, son, and daughter from Mortis. Mm. And then the third side has five. It looks like maybe the Jedi ghosts or something that we've seen before in a Force Vision in a couple seasons ago. Remember those when um, Kanan was knighted? There was like a Force Vision or something, a Force ghost that actually knighted Kanan after he went through the battle. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. And it looks like that's what those are on that one. This isn't the tablet they used in the episode, but this is a very uh, this is, looks like one of the ones they were coming up with. So I don't know if that I don't think that was the one they used in the show. Let me bring up. There's a couple of other galleries here. Let me see this one here. Hmm. There's that. Yeah, they don't show the tablet anywhere else except for on the concept art. So, but it basically is foreshadowing a lot of stuff that's possibly coming up because then uh, that was pretty much um, Ezra wakes up after that, like he'd been sleeping. Uh, he almost like this whole thing was a dream, except for the tablet is still sitting there. So we have, um, and that's pretty much the end of the episode, I believe, wasn't it? Yes, I think so. Yeah. But once again, we have. Um, let me see if I can bring up the names for the next week's episodes. One of them is like the wolves and a door, which would be interesting. That could be that could reference maybe the loath wolves leading that because at the end, oh no, the end of the episode. No, 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 that was a preview for next week's episode. Is the loath yeah. wolves are taking them to the temple. Yeah. So maybe the loath wolves te- showing them how to get it back into the Jedi temple. Maybe the whole reference of the wolves and a door. And then um, the second episode for next week is. Let me bring this up so I'm not speculating on it. Okay, there's that. So next week's episode is Wolves at the Door. And then the second one is A World Between Worlds. So like I said, the first one I think is going to be there. No, what were you going to say, Derek? Uh, I was just going to say my favorite kind of world. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking the first one is that um, is the wolves taking them to the Jedi Temple. And the second one, I'm I'm thinking it's possibly them going to Mortis mm-hmm. or having a Mortis like experience, because we have seen in trailers the um, a pictograph on a wall of the three um, spirits or beings from the Mortis trilogy. And they're being lit up. And we also saw um, we've seen on Sabine's shoulder on her armor is the little um, owl from Mortis. And in the trailer, we saw what looked like they were going through a strange um, bridge area or something with that little owl in there. So Mortis is going to have something to do with what's coming up. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot crammed into these last few episodes. It looks yes. like. Yeah. Um. Then actually, they have them listed here. Yeah. The last one is a two-parter because the week after that we get a Fool's Hope, which is a one one-off on its own. The the finale episode is called Family Reunion and Farewell. Now we know the Emperor is going to be in something here, so he's in one of those last three episodes, if probably the last two. We also saw in the trailer um uh, the crew, basically a crew of um on the ghost, but it had um Rex and Gregor and um um oh the smuggler uh, Hondo and a bunch of the other characters we've met through time on the show all coming together so it looks like this is going to be the final battle on Lothal or something and that's probably this family reunion and farewell. Very cool. So yeah they have according to IMDB they have uh, February 26th for Wolves at the Door and World Between Worlds and March 5th for Fool's Hope and Family Reunion and Farewell Parts 1 and 2. Wow. So, but Rebels is going awesome, and it's it, it's terrible that the show is doing so awesome as they're tearing it down, or as they're getting ready to shut it down. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. kind of bittersweet a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. Did you guys have anything else you want to? Did we cover everything on this? I think we covered everything. I think there's so. a lot. Like I said, there was a lot to go over on Rebels this week. Mm. <laughs> so, but that's not the only thing that's happened in Star Wars this week. Oh, how about uh, Toy Fair was this past weekend? I think and... we only had one or two things there. 
Oh, well, Hasbro, I think, really stole the show with the uh, with their HasLab internal crowdsourcing. Does, yeah, is this the first project from that? Yes. Yes. Okay. And it is a three, three and three-quarter scale Java sail barge that's supposed to be tying into the vintage collection now. Yes, this, this is a four-foot-long freaking sails barge. This is like <laughs> the USS flag of the Star Wars collection. Yeah. Yeah. And just like this, the flag, I'll probably never see it. <laughs> Four, just I, just over four foot long, just over two feet wide, or a foot and a half, almost a little over a foot wide. Now, one of my favorite things in this is the uh, the hammerhead skeleton. Yeah, in the prison cell. Yes. How can you not beat that? Well, they also have a galley in there with um, frogs hanging up for um, Jabba's dinner. Are they frogs or are they porgs? Well, it's some kind of creatures. Yes, it's something. Porgs. They're what's for dinner. That's right. Get the t-shirt available at WookieRadio.net. Just hit store. <laughs> up in the menu bar. Um, yeah, this thing is absolutely gorgeous. At time of recording, with 38 days to go, there's only been 1,843 backers, and they need 5,000 to make this happen. Yeah, well, the, the idea behind this is um, it is being crowdsourced. Yep. But they're not using Kickstarter or anything. They're using their own platform, and they said you have to have 5,000 backers by April 3rd, 2018, in order for them to make this. Yeah. So they have one prototype. And um, But the kicker to this is it the price on this to back it is five hundred dollars each yeah that's yeah, but imagine being one of the few that can say you know what i got job sale barge i know right yeah i have no place to put this <laughs> i would find a place <laughs> I say, nobody has any place to put this i just don't have one the money for it i don't have the money yeah. for it either now there's an update uh, on this, um, the uh, there's more detailed pictures that you can find over on um, rebelscum.com. But the, the the videos is is nuts. Like looking looking at some of these pictures, um, I, I can't wait to see this in, in full color. Yeah, and not just a gray prototype. But the the back slats are opening up, or the the side slats open up. Like when we saw the ones going after Luke during the during the film. Yeah, mm-hmm. the windows. Yeah. Now, I, my question is: Is this going to have the support stands underneath it? Will that come with it as well? I'd assume so, probably. I would imagine it would have to. But looking at some of these details, the Ithkarian, poor little Ithkarian. But actual, right now it looks like actual chain on on the buckle, not just plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you look here, you see um, Jabba's dais is already got the imprint. All you gotta do is put Jabba on it. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the cockpit's cool. Yeah, you get to see a lot of the parts of the sail barge that you don't normally get to see, or you never got to see in Return of the Jedi. Ooh, yeah, like, like the Grimorian guard head hanging above Jabba's da- dais. Yeah, the details on this. It's just incredible. I just got to the kitchen footage, and they actually have a range hood over the stove. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm noticing there's... N- I'm not really seeing any pegs on here for the figures to, to keep them keep them standing, because we know how these vintage figures can be on not wanting to stand up. Yeah. So... Well, since it's Jabba's sale barge, you figure everybody's drunk anyway, so... This is true. <laughs> so it's okay if they fall all over the place. Ah, uh, well, okay. Sure. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> yeah, this is beautiful if you ever get a chance. The, these head mounts are, are just insane. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and now you just got to get the Sarlacc, your Sarlacc playset to put beside it. And then and then the sculpture underneath the Grimorian's head, the detail there is just incredible. Oh, yeah, the yeah. picture of Jabba? Well, the, sculpt, yeah. the sculpts in general and some of the other pieces are absolutely insane. But to continue on, uh, Beast Kingdom released a bunch of their stuff. Like there's a, a Boba Fett. Um, their little now they they showed a picture of an X-wing that's waiting for approval. Um, a Falcon. They call it a floating Falcon. No, I've never heard of Beast Kingdom. Where are they from? I'm not sure. I I've heard the name. I think I saw their stuff at Celebration, but okay. I, I really didn't pay attention to them. You know what this almost looks like with the Falcon sitting on there? This looks like it might be um like cake toppers and stuff for um decorating different cakes and things. You know how you can go to like Walmart and they already yeah. have all the stuff for it. You just pick okay, I want spider-man on cake so they have like the stuff that sticks on the cake already oh, that's what yeah. these ships almost look like don't it yeah a little bit but they also no, the look... figures that are here don't don't look like that no the figures look pretty cool mm-hmm. it's a different take i like that gold short trooper i'm liking the yeah boba that's fett. cool i'm liking the boba fett we you know we might have to see about getting beast king someone from beast kingdom on the show yeah to talk about i almost think with boba fett they should leave him looking like that so it just looks like a prototype yeah but their figures are amazing. The last one I think is one of the best ones, the Christmas version of R two D two. Yeah, where he's more, but he's more silver than. Oh, that's not the last one, but he's last more one. silver than white and blue. Yeah, um, exquisite game gaming limited had a showing of different Star Wars things. Uh, most of most of what's being shown on. Oh, I can't even get Beast Kingdom to highlight, so I could go searching for it. Um, it's mainly mugs. They're two two D three D meta mugs. Uh, and then their cable guys, phone slash controller holders. Those look pretty cool. Yeah. Then we get into Anovos. Anovos. Oh, that reminds me. Uh-huh. Anovos. The, um, I just I just picked up uh, my own little mascot the other day. I got the the Chewbacca mighty mug Aww. with a changing face. Cool. <laughs> He's so cute. Gee, I wonder why you chose Chewbacca. <laughs> I was trying to decide between Chewie or Darth Vader, and I'm like, well, you know, Wookie Radio. I guess I'll get <laughs> Chewie. <laughs> um, Anovos, they've got the the helmets like the the uh, helmet for from Battlefront of the uh, oh what squad. Inferno Squad? Inferno Squad, yes, thank you. And I think I think it's cool that the decals, instead of the Imperial logo on both sides, the Inferno Squad logo on one side and the, the cog on the other. Yeah. Mm. Well, and Anobos is awesome because they, the, um, they are screen accurate, ready-to-go costumes. You, I mean, they're a premium price. But if you want, if you don't want to go through the time of building your own armor, you can buy complete sets of stormtrooper armor from them, ready to go, or any of the other costumes you want. Well, they they made the armor for they they're the they're the ones making the armor for the films in the new film with the new trilogy. Oh, okay. So uh, the X-wing pilot helmet is great. Yeah, is that I, the one? Is that the one Ray has in um, Force Awakens? I think so. The one that doesn't belong to anyone. Yeah. I think so. I'm not sure. I have to look at the film again. They do have Poe's helmet, though. Yes. 
Now, Flight of Fantasy Flight Games had a pretty good offering. A uh, bunch of new um, figures and a bunch of new ships. They had a bunch of ships, too, right? Or yeah. Now, yeah. They yeah. Did it. yeah. Well, they showed um, stuff for X-Wing, for Armada, and for the um, that new... Um, yeah, there's a case here. It shows ships for Armada, for X-Wing. Destiny is their dice game. Right. Then they have a couple of the um, trooper-based games, which are land, basically land attack games, which I don't remember off the top of my head what they are. We actually the names of those are there's actually a a star wars destiny uh podcast on the network it's i I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet i need to check it out Mm. so uh in the ships i love how we see the ghost and the phantom yeah i mean these are just absolutely amazing also what's cool not all of these are new some of these they've had out for a while like if you look by the millennium falcon right behind it you see the outrider from shadows of the empire I don't even see the Falcon. It's on the right side, second shelf or third shelf up. See okay. the Falcon. They're right behind it is Dash Render's Outrider. Okay, I'm on the one below it with the ghost. Yeah, go up right above the ghost. Okay, there's the Falcon. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. The Outrider. I always thought that was cool. Also, what's cool is Fantasy Flight has done a lot of the, um, they've brought in a lot of the uh, Legends ships and stuff. Like, you can find Uglies from the X-Wing series. Well, they've made uh, Uglies. Well, Uglies are, are, uh are canon now because um, they've used them in, in the Poe Dameron series. Oh, okay. So, But did you notice on that same shelf with the Falcon, the TIE Fighter with Sabine's painting on the inner wings? Oh, yeah. Like I said, they've gone all out with this X-Wing series, or the X-Wing game and Armada. Now, X-Wing is your basically um, star, starship co- or um, starfighter combat. The biggest ships you're going to get is maybe some of the bigger shuttles, or um, I believe you can get a... Um, <laughs> Or like the Falcon, stuff like that, or is the biggest ships you're going to get in X-Wing. Uh-uh. If you go up to Armada, you get all the way up to um, Star Destroyers and um, frigates and stuff like that. It's basically fleet combat. Okay, so all, so like the Ghost and all that, that's not, that's Armada, not X-Wing. Those, I believe, are, I think those are actually with the X-Wing. They just have them all in the same case. Because that's why, if you look, the, the Ghost is not to scale with the Corellian Corvette behind it or the Star Destroyer on the other side. The Ghost would right. not be that size for those ships. The bigger ships on that bottom shelf are all are for Armada, the ones that should be a lot bigger. This all the other ones are for for X-wing. Okay. I don't play this game enough. Yeah. I have not played it yet. I have two starter kits. I just haven't I had time and space to play for X-Wing. No, I've never played, played Armada. Yeah. I've seen it played, and um, they played it on tabletop. I, I did. So I saw how to do it. I have a starter kit for X-Wing, and I've played around, but I don't remember. I vaguely remember how to play. The one thing that's interesting, since I do some gaming and stuff, Fantasy Flight seems like they've, one thing they've learned how to do well is sell dice. Yeah. Because every one of their games uses the exact same shaped dice, but all of them have different symbols so you may you may use a d20 in all the games but depending on what game you're using you have different symbols on the dice right now mattel with hot wheels shows uh different different vehicles uh some more of the titanium series or i want these i i collect yeah. a bunch of these i love them the I, hot wheels, I have some of the hot wheels stuff. ones the, these are different than than the micro series yep uh the typhoon well, the micro series thing is done by hasbro they're the micro machines okay what i have is different it's almost like the titanium Titanium metal series or oh like hold on show you guys well, these are awesome. Mattel makes two different ones they make the tight the titanium series like this they also make just regular Hot Wheels vehicles 
Right. Yeah. See, this is which I old, think is what that is. This is the Titanium series. Oh, okay. It's, it's an older Anakin Starfighter, but this this Tie Fighter looks very similar. Yeah. I don't have this color one. I've got the white one. I've got the First Order one. Again, I, I like, have a bunch. I like the Tie Fighters. I have a bunch, yeah. yeah. Well, um, the Hot Wheels ones. What's nice about those? The actual Hot Wheels vehicles. They look like the Titanium, but they're obviously um, made out of lesser metals and stuff. And they're still only three to five dollars each. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's why I I just buy a whole bunch of them when I see them. Yeah. The Falcon's amazing. And that's yeah. the episode eight, that's the episode eight Falcon. Yes. I love that it's I love the cockpit opens up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see a little yeah, I, can, I can see a lot of kids are gonna lose that cockpit. Oh yeah. Canopy. And then and then they got these things called battle rollers. <laughs> yeah, these are weird. And, and these these are going to be kind of cool. They they really are. Uh, let's see what's. I find it interesting that Han Solo's in a speeder, but Lando's flying the Falcon. <laughs> well, at the moment, that's what we know is going to happen. Now, yeah. Funko's offerings. Um, Funko. There's a new. Funko. There's a new BB-8. Uh, Finn and Imperial. Uh, a new. Are these new BB-8s and BB or BB-90s? Are they? I'm looking right now. No, there's. No, it's the same. No, wait. BB-8 is, the, I think, different because he's got his arm sticking out. Now, the, por- uh, the Porg's the same because Zoe's got the Porg. Executioner Trooper. Oh, I have that. The B- Imperial, arm, or Imperial uniform's cool. I have that BB-8, I think. Yeah. They may have had him out. He may have been an exclusive somewhere. Oh, no, wait. I have the one with the lighter. Yes. Yeah. But the BB-90 looks just like the one I have. Yeah, I yeah, that one looks like the same one. The pork's the same as what we got Zoe. But then they then we see some newer figures that look slightly different, a little more detailed, not like your normal pops. Uh, then they show the, the plushes, which, oh, Lord, Zoe's the porg, which, by the way, she hates us for the porg. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> T-shirts. Um, the mugs are cool. It looks like they've improved them slightly, and I know Zoe would love the BB-8 one. We we have the uh, just like you have, Ken. We have the uh, um, Job of the Hunt one that came with the one. Yeah, Smuggler's okay. Bounty. Okay, Walmart exclusive. No, it's so, a Smuggler's Bounty. So I have I a don't question. Know if coming there, but yeah, it was in I the Jabba's Palace one. Go ahead. Oh, the uh, you see the Wicket Ewok thing down there? Yeah. What is that? A hat or something? Or did they actually cut off the top of his head and? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like. Looks like they cut off the top of his head and skinned him. It's a it's they scalped him. It's like a there. purse. Or like a oh, clutch. is that what it is? Oh. Yeah, it's a yeah they, they have another company that they just, because I, um, this is lounge that's another one that they showed on the Star Wars show, that there's a new company that's work, that's part of Funko now that they're carrying their stuff with it. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's and they lo- make bags and stuff. This is Loungefly. Yeah. Uh, we got, so, so we got some pajamas that have some funky pop art on it, and we Melissa found at Disney a backpack that's got the same art on it. Nice. Which was pretty cool. It was, so we, we got her the bag. And she absolutely loves the bag. Um, see what else is on here next? Uh, Lego. Oh man, Lego also a huge hit. Yeah, this is one I want to talk about a little bit because watching the stuff from Lego, it confirmed what we were speculating before about the Millennium Falcon. That that front of the nose cone, that um, where it's usually split, is a removable cargo pod or shuttle or something. Mm-hmm. That's where I first saw it. Yeah, from the Lego thing. They Once again, video. Lego spoils it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what are you gonna do? Yeah, we accept it and move on. Pretty much. So, um, 
But the details behind all this is great. And then they're showing a bunch of stuff with stormtroopers, which, okay, I didn't read the story, so I don't get it, but it's all right. Um, and then there's the keychain coming of the Star Destroyer, which looks kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Where's that? I, I, didn't, I didn't see that. It's in the same it, – it's on the front page of the uh, of the other stuff <laughs> on Rebel Scum. Um Tamashi Nations and Bandai, uh, some great like anime or not anime, uh, Japanese oh. styling of the of the Imperial forces. But their ship statues and their their droids are amazing. I want the ad at. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, how much are these? <laughs> and no one was surprised. I'm sure no one was surprised. Then we get back to Hasbro <laughs> and the Black Series, um, which these are, are looking. That is sharp. They're looking great. And for the first first time in a long while, we will get droids back in the in the Black Series. And so I, I think I think that's cool. We're getting. Um, R5-D4, uh, I can't remember who the other one is, um, R2. Yeah, I don't know the green one. And then there's mm-hmm. also and then there's also a set, which I'm going to have to get for Zoe, of Porgs. <laughs> can you put, can you, can you like a time to spit and put them over like fake fire? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you give them to her. Um, but no, the, these, the Zuckus. Only two though. The, the Zuckus Black Series looks amazing. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember... I know we've seen Boba Fett. Oh, there's four alarm in the back. Yeah. I'm loving that Gamorrean guard, too. Yeah. We you see ha- Tarkin comes with an interrogator droid? Yes. Now we oh, ha- that, Tar- that Tarkin looks awesome. Now, we haven't seen... Um, I know we've seen Fett. We haven't seen Boss, have we, in Black Series? I'm not sure. We haven't seen Dengar. Oh, no, Dengar's in this set. Go back to one of the first pictures. Okay. Dengar and then the um, Han is the um, skiff guard are both coming out. I mean, Lando is skiff guard. Yeah, Lando. Lando, sorry. Lando is a skip guard. Yeah, but for me, Black Series with this, I want. I need to go back and get Boba Fett. But to get Dengar, to get Zuckus, to get Forlom, I'm not seeing Bosk, and I haven't seen an IG-88. Mm, those are my two the, favorites. Those are the ones missing from completing the, uh, the bounty hunter scene, or the bounty hunters that we know of. Um, but uh, then Rebel Scum continues on. Uh, rumors of a new Y Wing possibly coming, and then their take on the solo promo posters, which look amazing. I want to say, yeah. Now the the best part is we get to see the first picture of Doctor Afra in the vintage line. Yeah, uh, yeah. And she looks awesome. Yeah, it's a good figure. I I want two. <laughs> <laughs> I want one to leave in a bag and one to leave outside of a bag. Now, they're showing Astromex here again. I'm assuming these are the three and three quarter inch. Yeah, this is a vintage line, so this is the three and three quarter. So, a dirt mm-hmm. set. I don't remember what this, what the uh, green one is. But we have Wolf in this, uh, Commander Wolf. Um, there's a new, I guess, a new four Lom in this set? No, because that almost, uh, I'm so confused. This almost looks Black Series. It is Black Series, the four Lom. You know what, this could be... Um, um, I, I think these this, other, these droids are the are the uh, black series. Uh, yeah, I think the set yeah. we're looking at is actually um, the the pre the pre reveals uh, from Toy Fair. Then later on, we get the better pictures of just the black series. But these so this were, is a little yeah. bit of, this is a little bit of everything I think in yeah, this one because yeah. there's actually some of them are actually labeled vintage, right? Yeah, and some aren't. 
and then the replica of the of the stun stun baton, which I know yeah, that, that was cool looking, and I know they sell those at the park. Well, I think they sell those at the parks. Oh Lord, yes, I I wouldn't mind having the Nerf rival. I think we talked about yeah. it over on Weeby Geeks the the Deadpool rival gun. Yeah. Forget that. I want this one. <laughs> I want the first order rival gun. I want to know, do those rival pellets actually hurt? I don't know. I don't I have regular nerf. I don't have any of the rival. I don't have I don't have any of the rival either. I just got regular. But man, I, I wonder if they hurt. <laughs> that's that's a thing for me. Probably mm-hmm. as much as regular nerf darts. Nerf darts aren't that bad. Um depends on what you're shooting it out of. Well, this is true too. Uh the, the Kodobi Kodobukia. Kodobukia. I never pronounce it right. They've got <laughs> they've got some great stuff stuff in here the the artifact statues amazing i love the emperor oh, yeah. set mm. um the phasma looks awesome the the falcon snack plate is pretty cool <laughs> i i would not mind owning that the uh <laughs> the food dividers for when you have picky kids these are kind of cool <laughs> and believe me there was a time i wish i had those <laughs> and the lunch plate land speeder it's <laughs> awesome <laughs> i want those for, i want those for my wings um and then this the Vader skillet is great too. Yeah, yeah. And BB-8. I guess you can make pancakes in them. That's how they would flip out. Nice. Then, of course, you still got the uh, the chopsticks. So um, I still need a set of those. So do I. I don't know. Um, then General Giant's got some great offerings. Um, there is yeah you know, the normal statues again. What's the push this year with Zuckus and Forlom or just the bounty just hunters a, in general? Yeah, it's bounty hunters in total. There's your IG-88 also. Yep. Well, I love wait the, a minute. The, the, the stance the Boba Fett one's in. Yeah. yeah. Especially if he comes with that skull. Yes. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. It's... I mean, it's not the anniversary for Empire yet. It's only been 38 years. We're not at 40 yet. But all of a sudden, they're, I'm seeing these everywhere. Um, the bookends are cool. Yeah. And then these collectible pens are pretty awesome. Mm. That they're Those doing. are usually what you're going to find at conventions. Yeah. And then the tiny tins are great as well. Replicas <laughs> of the old lunchboxes. With newer, <laughs> complete with thermos. All right. I jumped ahead a little. Where are you at now? Uh, if you go down just a little bit and you see the, the Snoke. <laughs> I see. I got, just got the picture past Snoke. Yeah, I got the, yeah. One for, the next one, the Porgs. And they put the, yeah, they put the Porgs right in front of Snoke so it looks like he's torturing them. <laughs> If you look at these, gotta faces. be like mini busts or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, looks like looks like Snoke's about to have pork for dinner. Now I'm surprised. Yeah, there it says bust ups. <laughs> I'm sellable models. I'm oh, I love I love those things. I'm surprised with the vintage stuff from Hasbro. There's, that there's so much solo in the they're they're really laying into the solo with the vintage series as well. Well, that's because that's the next thing they're putting out probably within the next couple weeks. Right, mm. but it, I never realized the vintage series was coming out that quick uh so apparently they're gonna be soon oh that's cool these bust ups those mini busts we're seeing those are blind boxes Uh, yep you get the whole thing but you don't know which one you're gonna get um and then there was news that broke from uh toy fair funko is no longer going to be offering smugglers bounty or any of their other boxes as description boxes anymore well that sucks they are transitioning them over to retail hmm so if you have been doing an annual payout, uh, that's going to stop. 
I think there's like two of them that I missed out of the whole run of Smuggler's Bounty. I may have to go back and buy those before they cancel it. Uh, the current box indoor will ship mid- mid-March, while any past boxes ordered will be shipped immediately. Uh, if your annual subscription was scheduled to renew in November of 2018, you will be refunded the balance of your annual subscription uh, between the discontinuation date and your original November 18th date. Uh, cancellation date is uh, Funko will be discontinuing the subscription offering for the smuggler's bounty on september 16th of 2018 oh well at least i get most of the next year yep so um i believe that is it so star wars had a little bit of things there just a little um but we are getting we're getting close to wrapping up derek you think you can hit this last story or shall we save it till next week Mm, let's save it for next week i think yeah, so we can uh, actually get into it a little bit. Yeah, looks there's there's some meat to the story, so cool. We will save it for next week. Uh, books coming out next week. Uh, the classic newspaper comics volume two from IDW. I have the first set. They're awesome. I definitely would love to get this one. Uh, the Last Jedi movie theater storybook and movie projector. It's a children's book. The Best of Insider Volume Eight, and then uh, Darth Vader number twelve comes out Wednesday, along with Star Wars Adventures number seven. So, uh, any final thoughts outside of that? Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Uh, so some people may have noticed that there was an announcement recently that Mark Hamill is finally getting himself a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Okay. And it's about time. It, it is definitely about time. So congratulations, Mark Hamill. We're happy for you. And, uh, yeah, it just it should have happened a lot sooner. Yes, it should. Yeah. Well, on that note, I don't think we have anything else. Only one thing. Oh, also, it was uh, Anthony Daniels' birthday this week. So happy birthday, Anthony Daniels. Thank you. And, yes, happy birthday, and, Anthony Daniels. <laughs> yeah. And anybody paying attention, this episode nine script is done. They're ready to start shooting. Yes. Awesome. On that note. Give the evacuation code signal. I can hold it. Pull out! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2.